Warning, the following review for Star Wars The Last Jedi will contain spoilers. You have been warned. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we saw Star Wars. Man. Uh, don't even know how to, where to start with this, man. Let's just start with the intro. Welcome, everybody, to our review. Spoilerific. Spoiler. Fantastic. We get to do the spoilers on a freaking review. We always, we always say like, oh, you guys haven't seen it. Hey, you know what? No, no. You know what? Forget that. That's it. We warned you right at the beginning of this podcast. Force There that. will be spoilers. Mother forcers. So this will be our episode for the review of The Last Jedi. This is Jeff. We got Jay. What up? What up? Uh, Uno's not here with us today because he's actually getting ready to fly. Actually, by the time you hear this podcast, he is in Europe. Yeah, dude. So uh, he's not gone. He's he's still with us. Because uh, he's a traveling man. Yeah. You, make it, you make him sound like, since what? we're talking spoilers, make him sound like Luke. He's not oh. gone. Uh, well, not yet. We'll talk about that right now. We'll talk about that right now. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jay just literally got here Dude, from I just, watching that movie. I, I just dropped off my wife and came racing over here to the HQ to get this down. So this is all fresh in my mind, dude. To the Rebel Base. I know. I better need, known dude, as the Beta Report Studios. I know. I need to watch this movie like at least two or three more times, dude. Dude, honestly, honestly, because I watched it on Thursday night and uh, I was like, you know what? I need to go see this again. I looked up. Uh, I usually get my tickets through Fandango and I look at the app, dude. There were no tickets. It was not. Dude. I mean, there were tickets, but it was like. All like up tonight. in like. Yeah, like tonight at 12 or something. Or, yeah, or all like in front of the screen and everything like oh, all yeah. crazy. I don't even count those. But yeah, I mean, yeah. there were seats, but there were like the front row. It, Dude, no quick question. What's up? Uh, because I heard someone on the radio do this and I'm like, ah, I don't know if I'm brave, dude. But you know how like there are um, there are certain areas reserved for uh, people in wheelchairs? Yeah. But they also have like companion seats or whatever that you can get on, on the, um, like on your on the app or whatever you're trying to get on Fandango or like AMC or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll choose one of those and it'll say like, oh, this is a companion seat. If you choose, if someone in a wheelchair comes, then they can kick you out of those that seat. Or like if they come with like a companion, then they can kick you out of that seat. So I'm always like, I don't know, dude, should I ever try getting one of those seats? <laughs> Like if we really need to, because uh, that that I was seriously considering that option uh, for this movie, dude. Because we didn't get to watch a movie till today because we couldn't find any tickets any other day, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, or at least tickets that coincided with babysitters that we can that we can get. Yeah. You know, like um. So so you know we were we we weren't able to get tickets until today or tonight. But um, I'm telling you, dude. Like I kept seeing those seats there, and it was like. The way I read that when I pushed it, I was like, okay, it seems like I can pick these seats. But, you know, if someone in a wheelchair shows up and they're like, you know, I brought my Sancha with me, you're going to have to move. I'm like, dang, dude, like, do I really want to do that? I don't know. But it's not the Sancha, dude. But because, dude, I made the guy in the wheelchair, I made the person in the wheelchair guy. I don't know. A player? No, nah, dude, it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be just be a normal person. Normal. That is already okay. rolling. Rolling <laughs> then dubs. Rolling? You even throw that into yeah, dude. Got <laughs> to <laughs> just rolling. <laughs> hey, man, it's, it's true to life. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I I think I'd just uh, I'd probably stay away, dude. 
<laughs> the worst feeling would be like somebody coming and saying, "Hey, uh, you need to get out of the seat." Be like, "Hey, buddy, just pointing at you and then like pointing to the exit, just like, hey, you guy, this way." Why do I have to move? <laughs> no, <Nah>, dude. <laughs> I know. Well, the, the guy on the radio said that he he took crutches with him. And he was like, oh, if anything, I could just say, like, oh, I couldn't climb the steps. So I had to sit in this seat here. And I'm like, interesting. Like, I wonder if both my wife and I can fake an injury. Okay, dude. <laughs> we both have crutches. For I don't that. know if you That's were, how important this movie was, I don't know dude. if you were with us this time that we went with a youth group from church to Magic Mountain. And one of the people from our, oh, yeah, from yeah, our yeah. church. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yep. remember? Yep. That fool. They got the uh, they got the wheelchair right yes, because we can get got, to the front of the line. Yes, yep. dude. You, so you're there with us when we yeah, did that, dude. Yeah. dude. Oh my god, he did the, exactly his, that, dude. And his, he went up and asked for a wheelchair because he said he was. I don't remember if he said he was handicapped, but he said he needed a wheelchair. Yeah, and his his injury it's, was he was too fat. Basically, <laughs> was, was his, and he was in a wheelchair the whole time. We yeah, got on, in the front I of the line it. on every ride at Magic Mountain, dude. It was. That was yeah, awesome, but pretty shameful. But we didn't care. Nah, like, dude, and the best part is that we were going with like a church group too, so yeah. we we're straight up so exploiting was, that mess. <laughs> so it wasn't just Heck like yeah. like three people. It was a group of fifteen people <laughs> yeah. going to the front of the line. It was like, what the yeah. heck, dude? Oh that was my amazing, God. dude. That's good times. That was the one time I did that, dude. I was like, dude, well, you know what? We're bypassing the line. So. Hey, dude, you know what, dude? Praise okay. God, dude. Praise, Praise God, God for Hallelujah. For, yeah. <laughs> for the line. opportunity that we had to share time and fellowship. I think with, that was the worst other. part that it was a church youth group and we were going along with this guy asking for a wheelchair. Hey, you dude. know what, buddy? That was the best part. That was the best part of it, dude. Anyways, yes, this is uh, hey, you know our what? episode what? It taught us humility and it taught us how to cope with our guilt even in our later years. Yes. So either way, dude, it yeah, worked no, out. We learned, worked we learned out. from it. We definitely did. Like we like learned Yoda, that you'll actually get to the front of the line if you ask for like Yoda thing. said, dude. Like the best teachers are failures or whatever along those lines. He just said something like that. So, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that too because I wasn't really sure what Yoda said in that whole. Uh, I'm telling you, I had to scene. read the transcripts, dude. So yeah, we saw the Last Jedi, and uh, we're just gonna give you guys what we think about it. Did we love it? Did we like it? Did we hate it? What we we uh, and. Yes, we did our predictions, and that will be a separate video. We're going to put that up on YouTube. We're going to make a whole production of it because uh, there will be a lot of vinegar uh, shots being taken. I'm going to trade mine out for this, pickle juice. <laughs> after what we just uh, Hey, I just want to clarify saw. one thing, though, Like since we're on the subject, is that I changed my vote at the end for Ray's parents. Uh, in the end, I said, you Wait, know. What did you say? Because at first I said Kenobi. It's, it's recorded. At first I said Kenobi, but then after in the end I was like, no, 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 no. I'll ch I'll change mine because you guys started going off on me that she was gonna be a Skywalker and I was like, okay. but I was like, you know what, dude? I'll go counter you guys and I'll just say her parents came from nobody. And I'm gonna go back and listen. to it. I don't remember that. Yes, dude. We can listen to it right now once we're done with this freaking show, dude. That's what happened. I said, you know what? I don't know about that. I said that her parents were gonna be nobody. Because it just made sense to me at that point where it was like anything else might be too on the nose. So I just said, like, you know what, dude, let's just go against it. Go against all odds. All because right. it even goes with the we'll story, but we'll talk about it. We'll definitely talk about it, dude. Let's go ahead and let's start from the beginning, dude. Did did we like this movie or not? I'll uh I'll start it off. Or do you want to start it off? No, 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 go ahead. So I you know, 
when I first saw the movie, when we, you know, um, right at the end of it, I mean, there were there was there were definitely parts that I loved, but then I, I came off thinking, did I love this movie or not? And the first thing I was thinking about was you and your spoiler stuff, mm-hmm. because at first I was kind of like, well, um, every everywhere you would look on Instagram, on Facebook, everywhere you you would see those little videos that's from Star Wars, from Lucasfilm that said, don't let anyone spoil this or whatever. That yeah, yeah. Thing, right? So, and then when you were teasing me all week, thanks a lot, dude. Were you teasing welcome, me all dude. week of all this, oh, I just saw this. And I'm like, don't tell me. <laughs> so every time it was oh, like, it's the best week of my life. Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot, dude. So when I watched the movie, my expectations on what those spoilers were be were really high. So I was thinking, you know, what, what are they going to do? Is Emperor Palpatine still alive? Is, it, you know, the Emperor you know, still alive? Is the... um uh, Darth Vader come back somehow or something I don't know I yeah. just had really high expectations so when I saw the movie because my expectations were somewhere else it, it didn't exactly like blow me away at first because of, I was concentrating on that but um, after watching the movie after thinking about it dude because I, I thought about it dude. I went home and I was thinking about everything talking, mm-hmm. to the, talking to the kids about it and Claudia about it and everything and I was like I really 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 love this film and at first i was sort of like i don't know if it's the greatest star wars film ever made you know or the best ones out of all of them but now i'm starting to think it probably is up there dude like even over empire strikes back i mean i think that um i think what ryan johnson has done is he's evolved these films you know he's he's you know the, the criticism that force awakens would get a lot was Oh, it's it's uh, a retread of uh, a new hope. Like they're not taking risks. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. It's like kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think Ryan Johnson did something different. He took risks. Like he did a lot of stuff that are were. Um, and obviously we know because a lot of the, some fans are very div- you know divided about this. But I think he he's taking the movie in a new direction that I really like. Dude, I I really like this film. This film. Um, had so much so much good stuff in it, dude. That I really think that it's one of the best, if not for me. I think it will be one of the better Star Wars movies. Um, you know, all of them, including Empire Strikes Back, which yeah. is always considered one of the better films. I think it's even better than that. You know, when you look at the everything, the performances, the uh, the the um, you know set direction, the the costumes, everything. When you just look at everything. Story-wise, all of it. I mean, there might be some issues here and there, but I think it's definitely one of the better movies. You know, and then we'll we'll talk specifically about certain things. But what did you think overall first of the, of the movie? Yeah, I think I would probably disagree with you a little bit on that. In in just in placing it higher than Empire Strikes Back, only because it that has the um that has the the added advantage of having probably the the one of the best reveals or like plot twists of any film ever you know like the no i am your father line or whatever like that, that aspect of the film like kind true. of puts that above every other like like really any other any other uh um plot twist out there you know i don't think any twist in in cinema history has really been able to to top that that's probably been one of the most shocking movie moments in movie history um but um but yeah I, I think aside from that though if you're putting it just like within the just within the star wars you know like um 
pantheon or whatever like it's probably one of the better star wars even better than you know return of the jedi or or um the force awakens even too like this is again like what you were saying it's just so like he took an original idea and just kind of like ran with it and took risks and i think that's one of the things that 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 is dividing people for whatever reason when they're asking for people for someone to do something different it doesn't make sense that once you get that different and it just doesn't coincide with what they were like you said like I'm thinking that a lot of people kind of went in the way that you did thinking like oh like I want it to I want this movie to fit all of my expectations like I wanted to tell me who Ray's parents are and, and that it's meaningful like in in you know just in the the scope of like you know the Skywalker saga or whatever like I want Snoke to be like someone who is you know from that same storyline or whatever from that same lineage and you know this and that and blah, blah 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 and because like it didn't really touch on all those things the way that we thought it would maybe a lot of people are thrown off by that but I feel like the way that it it it, it um it um you know like it, it allowed its characters to kind of build and and allow their characters to just kind of take the routes that they did like I to me it's it's successful and it's triumph and and I love this movie too dude again I'm coming straight off of the movie I haven't really let this stuff kind of set in I haven't really thought about it as much you know just from my car ride you know from my house to here you know just kind of like contemplating it a little bit and thinking about it but um uh yeah I think just based I off my first impression and you know first impressions count for a lot um, I really, I loved it, dude. I, I really loved it. Honestly, I think yeah. Well, when I go back and think about what you're talking about, definitely having the advantage of having probably the most misquoted line ever. Right. Yeah. And uh, and I say misquoted because a lot of people, you know, think the quote is "Luke, I am your father," and he never says Luke. <laughs> he right. never actually says Luke. He just says, "I am your father." He um, says, "No, no, I am your father." Yeah. There you go. And uh, do you guys yourself a favor? Go to YouTube and uh, type in uh, "kids find out who Luke's father is" or or, or, or yeah, like kids reactions, movie, uh, reactions. To Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and and if you see uh, like parents showing their kids, it's one of the most awesome videos on there because yeah, they're like, <gasps> for real? They're like, no, what? no, Dad, is that real? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, you see those? They're awesome. But um, yeah, you're right about that. I think that definitely has advantage of that. But I think in this movie, um, if Okay, let's just say then, because now I gotta I gotta re-evaluate uh, that that uh, comment because it, it it is true that Empire Strikes Back has that moment that no other movie mm. has. Any movie trying to top that now, I think, may seem a little gimmicky now because that was just so organic. Because that was that's happened. the bar, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and and yeah. trying I, to top that would be, yeah. like, you know, uh, pretty difficult. But I mean, I think that you know. Um, the things that Ryan Johnson did in this movie, uh, you know, by evolving the force itself, even explaining the force. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that, you know, because the force in this movie is, is, uh, is almost a character in itself of what it actually is. And I love, you know, um, and this is before, um, you know, uh, uh, Luke actually decides to actually train uh, Ray. And then he has her in a in a in a in a, right in front of the uh, Jedi First Temple, and then he's just asking her, like, "What is the what forest? is the forest?" Yeah. And I love that she asked answered what many casual fan would probably answer: "You move things with your mind." Yeah, it's like you move rocks and stuff. <laughs> whatever is basically what she <laughs> yeah. said. You move stuff with your mind and do things like whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because yeah, that's pretty much what we know about the forces, right? Yeah. 
but he gives a more like better explanation, you know, of what is the forest, you know, everything that's around living and and dead and everything in between. And I and and just kind of piggybacking off of that, I loved how they visually allowed you to see that too. Like, you know, when she's saying like life and light or whatever, you see like the 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 flowers like sprouting out of the ground and then she says death and then you see like the decaying like bot like the bones, the fossils or whatever in the ground. And then like everything like he I literally thought about you at that point. As they because were Because you're so visual. Like, yeah. You like yeah. the and visual was, representation of stuff when they showed like what is the visual representation of the forest? Like you're mentioning right now, everything that like, was perfect, water dude. Splashing. Right. And I was like, Jay's gonna love this. Just that because, was amazing, dude. Yeah, because it, yeah. it, it not only like with him explaining it, but it like allowed you to kind of journey with him at, or and with Ray too, which is I think like the the beautiful aspect of it was we were experiencing the force for the first time, really for the first time, us like visually with her. And I think like if you take that like that's like awesome that he was able to do that like none of us have really like we all assumed what the force was and you know like we've heard it before it's the force that's around us bind us binds us you know it's like it's it's in us through us all that good stuff or whatever but this one actually gave us like a visual representation of that and i just thought that was awesome dude like that was just like really cool that's where i think that ryan johnson is is awesome in that because george lucas never really explained to us what the force is it's kind of like what he said it's what binds us everything around us Mm -hmm. what does that mean and in this one he like really evolves it and really puts it onto it's the stuff that makes things alive makes things die makes things in between of that that Mm -hmm. grow that's the force where you feel it and 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 i'm make i'm doing a disservice by just trying to throw it out because i can't remember you know, word by word, what what Luke says, but that visual representation, you know, yeah. things that make the water move, things that make things grow, mm-hmm. it's like you know this this power that does all that much so much more than just moving rocks. So yeah. I thought that was so awesome. And then in this movie, what I think maybe some people are complaining about too is that you know these force powers are now evolved, like they're not the same thing. And why would they be? You know, right. somebody who's studying something they don't stay the same they continue to evolve to grow with it to mm-hmm. actually so i think that's really cool where we see certain things that we didn't see before about the force like not just moving rocks and i love that it, it almost puts it like you know hey we always thought of the force as yeah we can move stuff with our mind right we can read whatever but, but that's because basically that's all they showed us yeah. like that's all they like yeah. allowed us to, right. to see and i like that they showed more now because it's much more than that it's about connections to things connections mm. to the things around us right and so that 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 whole you know connection between kylo ren and and ray starts making sense because it's much more than just that yeah so i think that's one of the things i think that ryan johnson did with this movie that is so amazing it's so good that that there's so much more to it like he understands the force so much more than even Dare I say it than George Lucas at this point because he actually explained it to us. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of odd. But uh yeah, I I you know, it was great. I was really, really cool to see that. Um but I mean, I don't know, do what do should we just start talking about the things we liked and the things that we didn't yeah, like? Dude, we do yeah. that? We're diving into it, dude. We kinda um, gave like an overview of, of our feelings and, and our thoughts. Right. Um so I think we can get to some what specifics. Is, what are the things you liked? Uh, dude, honestly, and, and still like Kylo Ren is still one of my favorite characters in this new, like the, the new wars or whatever, like the new star Wars movies. 
Um, yeah, he's still as bratty, still like a petulant child or whatever. But I feel like that works to his character. Like, I feel like, um, you know, not all of them have to be like some like stoic, like, you know, like few word type of like, you know, threatening figures or whatever, like Darth Maul was or whatever. He looked cool and he was menacing and everything. But like you didn't get anything past that, like at least with him more than any other like. Yeah, we got it. We we got a little bit of of like even a, I want to say like Darth Vader. Yeah, like we understand that he that he was like a menacing character and all, but like we never really got to see his character. You know, like not until the prequels, and even then, I feel like we still didn't really get a good representation of who Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader was. And this one, at least, we kind of see like Kylo Ren and his motivations and like. Uh, what we were talking about before we started was the fact that they made him now like truly the villain of this story. And like, there's no more of this like, oh, will he be redeemed? Can he be redeemed or whatever? And maybe he can. Like, I guess you can't really say that like he won't be. But they're, they kind of put him in a position where it's like, yeah, they're making him seem like he's an irredeemable character. Like now with the things that he's done, the things that he's like, he's still doing and that he wants to do. He is definitely the villain of this of this trilogy, and it's awesome, dude. I so, love it. I think Adam Driver was amazing in this movie, dude. I God, think, dude. I think he was great. I think he did such an amazing job in in portraying this this conflicted character. And uh, well, even that, I feel like that conflict is gone. Like I feel like now he's tr- he truly is just well. There, there was it, well, it was gone by the end of the movie, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, even in the middle, he's still like, you know, uh, um, you know, he he he. He has this connection with Ray. I, I love that even he comes out and says, why is the force connecting us? Mm-hmm. Like, why is this? Like, he still, like, doesn't understand what's happening around him and with yeah. him and all this. And that's why even Ray, during this, this force connection, which we later find out was actually put there by Snoke mm-hmm. uh, uh, for his nefarious plans. But um, I love how uh, in this whole time that, you mean you know Ray could see that there's conflict. You know there's still yeah. He she tells Luke himself there's still conflict there, and she feels that she could still redeem him. So this the way Adam Driver plays. It's like, I, I honestly I just want to see more of him. Yeah. In the movie, like more of of Kylo Ren. You know, For sure. and understanding where he's coming from. You know, and and I love you know the whole. They give you a bit of, of background of when he turned against Luke and how you could see it from both sides of both perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, uh, you know, that, that uh, Luke sees that there's this evil or darkness inside of him and he's tempted by the dark side to just destroy him because, you know, he sees that darkness and he's yeah. seen what darkness does in a Jedi when they're uh, seduced mm. by the dark side. And obviously he's not going to kill him. Well, I shouldn't say obviously. He thought he would, but he realized, oh, no, I'm, I'm being tempted by it. I'm going to stop. I'm not going to do it. But by that time, before putting his lightsaber away, Kylo sees, or Ben Solo at this point, yeah, sees it, and it's too late because from his point, he sees that his ma- his master is, is going to destroy him, right. so he needs to stop it. But he, he, at this point, he's already being seduced by Snoke and stuff. So Yeah, because I think even Luke says that, like, at that point... You know, he had been like that darkness in him had been had grown further than he had even imagined. Like he was already deep yeah, he, in like the dark side or whatever from Snoke. So under Snoke's influence, under yeah. Snoke's influence. Yeah. yeah. So it was like 
So obviously, and yeah, that is cool how they kind of pitted those two uh, perspectives against each other. Right. Where it was like one is one is being told from the side of like you know Luke's side, where it's like I saw that evil and I you know in in I need to snuff it out in my in my you know like uh, what did he say? Um, I forget, I I forgot what the word he used, but it's like basically all he wanted to do was try to like be the hero, like save the day or whatever. Like oh, I I just wanted to make sure that this evil didn't like you know take over my my school or whatever and like rule a, like you know just prevail or whatever but then it was like no afterwards you kind of like he had to live with that guilt afterwards but then that like through kylo's perspective it was like no i saw him wanting to kill me because he was afraid of me like he was afraid of my power and what i like what i could become or whatever mm-hmm. so I, I thought that was pretty cool how they they kind of pitted those two like perspectives against each other and just kind of made you think, like, oh crap, like you know, right, right. It's like they 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 both have like an idea of what happened, you know what I mean? And and it's left to us, I guess, to kind of like really believe which one we want to believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I liked uh, about this movie is um, their portrayal of of uh, of Luke and Leia, and some point that how they are. Um, like Luke, obviously he didn't want to train, you know. Um, and uh, he, the way they put they put out that they that he understand he understood that the Jedi has caused a lot of pain yeah. in some some ways because of the ways that they have uh, uh, taught their religion. I guess you know mm-hmm. it's always causes it always caused pain. It always caused people to uh, rebel against it because of the way they did things and they weren't willing to adapt. Yeah. And I think that sort of the way they showed this movie was that it needs to adapt. That's why he says, I think at some point the Jedi needs to end and something else has to come through, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, we always thought it would be the great Jedi, but it's not really the great. Yeah. But I think it was just, you know, everything has failed and, and instead of trying to do something, they need to do something different I think, Mm -hmm. at this point. So, and, and, and being Luke being the way he was of a, uh, curmudgeon at first, but then understanding, you know, that he needed to teach Ray not so much okay, how you put it, using the laser sword, but it was more about understanding the Force, yeah, to really become a Jedi or to become uh, or to understand how to use the Force or be within the Force is understanding what it is, mm. and so I thought that was really cool too. Of, you know, I'm gonna teach you, you know, a more of a philosophical way as opposed to. Here, let me show you how to twirl the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I mean. Um, so I, I, I really, I really dig that, dude. But I had mentioned in the beginning, like all the performances, dude. Everybody in this movie, um, they were great, dude. Everybody, uh, Ray. There was one exception to that, but uh, Ray and uh, Leia, um, Leia's. <laughs> I wasn't sure how I felt about Leia's Peter Pan moment. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> that was odd yeah and what did you think about that i didn't honestly i didn't have a problem with that because there was a line in the movie i think snoke says it he's like you know the uh uh what does he say like the um the potential in your in your bloodline or something like that or like the potential of your heritage or something like that and you know obviously that heritage being you know the skywalker bloodline or whatever so it's it's kind of like it's kind of understood that they all of them have you know this ability in the force so i honestly didn't have 
an issue with that. And I'm actually glad that they showed, they finally showed Leia using the force a little bit, you know, like, um, I don't know. I didn't have such a, I didn't have such a strong, like feeling against it. I actually I didn't appreciated hate it. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. I even turned on like, what did we just see? Like, yeah. You know? yeah. And, uh, it, it was, uh, it was weird, but it was pretty cool. It was a really cool moment because sure. I think what you said is that, you know, they, they're still they're, they're Skywalkers and they mm. have a, a certain uh, um, stronger connection to the Force than others. That doesn't mean others can't, obviously, as we saw in the movie. But you know, I just thought it was kind of cool to see that she herself knows how to use the force but she wasn't called to be a jedi right you know but that doesn't mean she totally closed herself of not being able to you know use the force in some way you know what i mean right, so right. i thought it was pretty cool that they did that so it was pretty pretty different out there yeah and then again another risk that ryan johnson mm -hmm. did and i um i thought it was fine too i, I thought i didn't have a problem with it yeah. uh, i was mentioning performances by by um uh, uh actors and, and this is not a performance-wise. It's more of a why this character existed, and that's the character of Benicio del Toro. Oh, huh? Yeah, it was another one that I was kind of thinking of too. Like, it was kind of weird because it was, it was like, kind of like a wasted like yes, that opportunity been, for him. Yeah, it could have been it anybody. Could, it could have been anyone. And, and I guess like on the other side of that coin, it's like yeah, it could have been, and it was anyone. It just kind of seems like a waste of his talent. You know what I mean? Like he could have done so much more. Um, and maybe they are setting him up for like for the next movie. It, it kind of seems weird that you would just, I mean, they did it to Laura Dern, I guess too. But um, like she it definitely had more screen time though, and there was yeah, and and there was a purpose for her mm -hmm. for her role. But in this one, it was just kind of like there was really not much that he did, and there wasn't uh, there was there really wasn't much of a um, of like a, a purpose for him to be in this movie other than like get him you know, on that, on mm -hmm. that dreadnought ship or whatever it was like mm -hmm. that main ship. Um, yeah. So that was kind of weird. Like I kind of felt weird about that one too. Mm -hmm. And not that he didn't pull in a good performance either. I mean, like mm -hmm. he was great. He had like that weird little like speech impediment stutter thing that he would do. That was an odd choice too. That was kind of like, it was different. And I was kind of like, all right, that's cool. I mean, it kind of sets you apart. It kind of makes, makes it, you know, unique in, yeah. a, in a certain way, but well, that's it, what, yeah. Like I said, it's not a, I didn't have a problem with the performance-wise. That was yeah. cool. It was just like yeah, that weird. character was just kind of it was a weird it's character. A throwaway. Yeah, yeah, to include him in there, like like I guess it's just like his profile. Like he's such a high-profile actor, and for him to have such a small role, kind of seems ju just seems strange. Kind of like, like a throwaway kind of thing. Yeah, it was weird. It's very weird, but uh, yeah, uh, not bad. But it just it was just kind of weird out there. But uh, the other thing I liked, dude, was. The way Snoke used his force powers, mm -hmm. like the yeah, force, yeah, for sure. That was really cool, dude. That yeah. was really, really cool. And and overall, the way the force was used in this movie, like Leia's Peter Pan moment, uh, Snoke using the way he used <laughs> Let the me force. Keep calling it a Peter Pan moment, but yeah, gee. it's like Peter Pan, yeah. dude. Like he's like <laughs> looking like looks like Peter Pan flying um, through the air. But um, yeah, uh, the, the way Snoke used it, like you know when he when he turned hooks around and stuff, and when he you know, not even in the room, but he was able to still use the force through yeah. a hologram. That's kind of weird too. That you never seen that, but I thought that was really cool. Um, the way uh, that whole, the whole throne room scene. That that's why I put this this movie so high up there, man. You know, mm -hmm. usually w the way I rate movies is 
how many times am I going to see it at home? Like, yeah. how many times am I going to pop in the video? That's why I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I could put both of those movies as many times, dude, and I'll love watching it all the time. For sure. And that's sort of how I rate these movies. It's like, what movies will I get? You know, obviously, see, I see I, I have a whole bunch of movies. I pretty much try to buy most of the movies that come out. Yeah. But the ones I really play a lot, that's how I rate I really like. And so this movie itself, that scene in the throne room with Snoke and his guards. For sure, dude. Starting from when he brings, um, when when uh, 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 Kylo Ren brings, um, what's her name, Ray to Snoke. Mm-hmm. It's it's off the charts, dude. That yeah. whole movie. And, and then, so that's why I was mentioning Snoke's power, uh, force powers starts in that throne scene you know where he drags her and he's like she doesn't want to go but he's totally like it's like a puppet like mm-hmm. dragging her up there and then uh touches her back and then she tries to grab the lightsaber and it makes it spin around and hit the back of her head and yeah, back, yeah. <laughs> back to his throne uh-huh. and just uh, the way he used that you know? it's almost like toying with her a little bit yeah. like just kind of like yeah yeah then he put her up in the air and that's what the, the scene that you see on the commercials where he's like torturing her mm-hmm. and stuff that I thought was dope. The other thing I liked was Snoke, um, Snoke's uh, relationship with Kylo. Dude, I love that so much because he he was like, like you could see what the catalyst was for Kylo's development as a character. Mm-hmm. Like he kept like bullying him. Yeah, like literally just just uh, bringing him down and just just embarrassing him until you're you're just a nothing and and you're uh why do you wear that mask and yeah the supposed heir to darth vader you know and you can't even beat a girl he said that yeah. too it's like things like that dude where i i just love the fact that that he didn't even realize that his own treatment of of kylo ren would be his downfall mm-hmm. so um yeah dude that that was crazy to yeah yeah Definitely, dude. That whole throne room scene was just kind of like I like I lost my stuff, dude. And I was like, I was nudging Christina the whole time, like like everything that would happen. I'm like, dude, did you see that? She's like, yes, dude. I'm looking, I'm watching it too. I'm watching it too. But that was like, uh, yeah, that was one of those like I think you had said like earlier today when we were or earlier in the week when we we're exchanging texts that it was like that alone is kind of worth the price of admission, like just Absolutely. for you to watch that one scene play out from the beginning and it was cool how it's kind of reminiscent of like uh return of the jedi return of the jedi you know with her still trying to like change him like or still trying to like bring him back to the light um uh in that elevator scene or whatever it was like really cool like the way they were they they did that um it's kind of like an homage or whatever to that movie and and kind of goes again uh what we were talking about a little bit earlier on how like they I feel like they they did a good job of kind of getting all that out of the way now where like a lot of the movie a lot of nine won't be focused on like Ray constantly trying to like bring him back now it just kind of seems like okay like we have like the big bad like we know now Kylo Ren is like you know the supreme leader or whatever like he's the guy so he's the person who we're gonna have to go after now so now that you mentioned that so what do you feel about how they dis- dispatch Snoke. Um, dude, I had no problem. And people were like, you know, in some of the reviews I was reading, they were like, you know, Snoke already showed that he had like all this power and he was doing all this and, and he couldn't see the lightsaber moving or he couldn't like feel it or sense it or whatever. But it's like if, uh, 
you know, going back and, and just remembering that scene, he had his eyes closed. So he was sensing, you know, the feelings coming out of and he was describing exactly what he was feeling. He was saying, like, you know, like, I feel you moving the lightsaber closer to your target or whatever. And like, you know, you're so close to like striking true, like your your true adversary or whatever, or like the person that you hate the most. And it's like, yeah, you were seeing your own demise or whatever. You're yes. seeing your own death. Scene. Yes, that was so awesome. Which and, was and cool. I'm glad you pointed that like, out because he wasn't necessarily looking at it happen. He had his eyes closed and was sensing it through like the force or whatever. Yes, that's what was happening. Yes. And if you go back, I mean, it's so awesome because in the scene prior where they see where where um Ray tells Kylo, I could see there's conflict and I could see like pretty much saying, you know, she was seeing the future. I foresee that, you know, your future you're going to turn. Yeah. And the Kylo's like, I see the same thing, but they're both seeing the same thing in different perspectives. Right. Right. Of the same thing. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's weird. And then I love that, that, um, uh, what's his name? Snoke is seeing the same thing, but he has no idea that it's him. Right. And I think if you go back and you remember in the prequels, they even say like, they couldn't see that the dark side was there, that the emperor was there because the emperor was clouding it mm -hmm. for them, you know? And, who says that can't happen now? I mean, obviously yeah. that could still be, you know, he's letting him see that, but he doesn't let him see exactly who the he has his hatred and who his true adversary is. Right. And so I, I'm going to be honest. At first I was like, whoa, wait a minute. What just happened? Mm -hmm. You know, when he turns that lightsaber and yeah. literally splits him in half. And I was like, that's it? Like, so Snoke is dead. Like, yeah, yeah. What the heck is going on? I don't understand this. But again, that's the thing. That's the risks that Ryan Johnson was taking, dude. And that, and and again, that goes with what we started with in the beginning, where it was like there was an expectation already for Snoke to be more than he was. And it's like, no, it's okay for him just to be like a megalomaniac type, like leader or whatever, like some crazy guy who, like, yeah, has has like some. And I'm sure that they, they'll kind of explain a little bit more going forward because it is kind of strange that, like, you know, people wouldn't know of this, you know, of him, right? Like, I'm sure they're going to, they're going to, I don't know if it'll be in the next movie or if it'll be, like, in other movies that they make later on of, like, his rise to power or how he ended up becoming, you know, the supreme leader. Or maybe not. Like, maybe they won't go into that in detail. But, um, you know, I just I just feel like, yeah, he can just be... He could just be a bad guy. Like, why not? Why can't he just be like, like a like just a, a nobody? That kind of seems like it's the uh, the theme of this movie, where it's just like these nobodies can rise to power, you know, and like mm -hmm. these these just seemingly random people can be put in places of power, or whatever, yeah, yeah. or have an unimaginable power. And then, I, and then I was, I mean, part of it why I was not too sure about it was because all these theories: who's Snoke? What is Snoke doing? Who is this person? Why? And then all of a sudden. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter anymore because he's gone. And and when I went back just to think about it and just kind of try to digest this movie, I was like, he had to leave, you know, because, I mean, w at this point, we're elevating, or Ryan Johnson's not elevating, Kylo Ren as the big, true main bad. Yeah. And that's another, again, this all happens in this throne scene when he kills uh, Snoke, literally cuts him in half, and then probably the best lightsaber scene in, in in all of Star Wars yeah. movies, dude. Honestly. For sure. Honestly, even even the Darth Maul battle. This is even probably better than the Darth Maul and, and you know, Qui-Gon Jinn and uh, uh, what's his name? Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
better than the uh, um, what do you call it? Anakin and Obi Wan Kenobi. I mm-hmm. mean, even better than that, dude. I mean, it, this was uh, I, when uh, oh man, this, this was so cool to have them two fight side by side, mm-hmm. fighting these the Praetorian guards. And uh, I don't know why it was. I feel it was better than that. It was just so like it, it, they didn't run through them like so easily. It was still an actual battle. Yeah. But and I think it was partly because I didn't expect it. I wasn't expecting that they would fight side by side. Mm-hmm. And um, and how awesome it was to see these Praetorian guards not all have the same weapon. Right. They all yeah. Have different for sure. weapons and stuff like the whip dude and mm-hmm. you know it was so cool, man. I loved it. Th- that was that. You know, maybe I'm still on a high. That's why I think these are uh, uh, the this fight is all you know better than most of these other lightsaber fights. But I thought it was just so awesome, so different than what we've yeah. seen before. And when I say lightsaber battle, is like these lightsabers didn't hit each. It was literally just Kylo Ren and Rey versus the Praetorian guards. Mm-hmm. They never clashed their lightsabers together. Right. It was them against these other guards who put up a good fight, man. Yeah, dude. They put and and you can tell why they were like, you know, Snoke's personal guards was because and it even seemed like their armor was like, like was I don't know what it, would you say, like lightsaber repellent, I guess, or something like they seemed to be able to to withstand, uh, you know, like the initial strike from a lightsaber. There was one, I think. Where, like, one of the guys was kind of holding his arm up and was, like, holding... He both his arms up like this. Was holding uh, Kylo Ren's lightsaber at bay. Like, it wasn't cutting through him directly. And it kind of made it, like... It kind of made it seem like they were then just, like, you know, the the same type of sword fight that you would see happen, like, in, a, in like a night movie, I guess, or whatever. Where it was, like... The, it was more of just, like, a, a, a sharp object, you know, going through somebody as opposed to something that would just cut through, like... Yeah. Like, the, rock, like we saw, like, earlier in the, the movie. Like, the, the lightsaber go through that, that boulder yeah. or whatever. The it visual, wasn't like that. The visual dictionary, because I do have the Last Jedi visual Attaboy. dictionary. I'm a nerd. As you should. Right? King of the nerds. Exactly. Why wouldn't I have this book, right? The book says that the Praetorian Guard's armor can withstand strikes, but not a full thrust of a lightsaber. Okay, see, that makes sense. So it makes sense because that's what you see in the movie. Yeah. They can block those strikes, but when it comes to a full thrust... That they can't, it's not strong enough to stop mm-hmm. it. So, and I thought that was cool too because it was like you didn't see just like these guys getting split in half or these guys like being, you know, like their limbs getting chopped off or anything like that. It's and it, it kind of to its credit, and obviously it was a choice, but it just made it more like it made every kill that much more impactful. Like everything was up close and everything was like, like more, uh, more visceral. like you know, there's there's that see there there. Well, I don't think it's in the trailers, but there's a part where like Ray is kind of like uh, pushes one of the Praetorian guards, or like one of the Praetorian guards is like further away from her, and so she's kind of like you know swinging her lightsaber and she's like ready to attack, and she like yells at the guy before she actually goes to like attack. And I just thought that was cool because it was like it, it it just kind of like shows the viciousness of the fight. Like it's not like coming easy to them. Because these guys can like you know their the lightsabers can go through anything pretty much. It's not like them fighting droids. Mm-hmm. It's like them fighting like skilled like these skilled fighters or whatever, and they actually have to do something you yeah. know against them. Yeah, so definitely. I thought that was pretty cool. Dude. And one other thing too that since we're on the Snoke, uh, like the Snoke section of this, um, 
I love because the, the one of the big complaints that I've read before is that Ray is a the, like a Mary Sue, I think is what it's called. Like uh, basically a female character who can do all like can can uh, knows all do all type of right. type of character. Mm-hmm. There was that argument with her in Force Awakens. In Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but they I feel like they almost went and explained this uh, in this one because Snoke says that um, basically Ray is the counterpoint to uh, Kylo Ren's strength. So it's like as Kylo Ren continued to get stronger, the force had to find some someone to balance that out. So it kind of like, you know, in, that, there's a line, right? There darkness rises. Yeah. The light, light comes up to, to meet, meet it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Darkness rises and light to meet it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And that's basically what who Ray is. She's she's like the light that comes to to meet you know Kylo Ren's darkness or whatever. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool because it kind of lays to rest that whole like like oh, okay, you guys want to marry Sue? Sure, okay, you, <laughs> she's a Mary Sue, but it serves the purpose of like the Force and like what its intentions are mm-hmm. in this universe. It needs to have a balance, like yeah. it needs to be like, yeah. And and no, in no scenario will like the light fully reign or the dark fully reign. Like it's there's always gonna be like this, and, and that goes to balance. The, the next point is after the battle. This is all the throne scene, guys. I'm telling yeah. you, this throne scene is just so jam-packed with stuff that happens mm-hmm. while she's in the the, the throne room is like after relevance i know the star wars universe or whatever exactly all all taking place like the star wars universe will completely change after what happens in this throne room and so after the whole battle you know um you're thinking oh well you know kylo ren is coming over to the light side and then he's like no Come and join me, and we'll rule the galaxy. It's like he was not with any intention of 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 becoming to the light side. He just wants to rule and yeah. reign, be like you know, even better than Darth Vader, I guess, in that mm-hmm. way where he's actually wants wants to take over. And I love that so much because you know, the the fact that you know he he killed Han Solo. There's just no way from turning back from that. I guess you know, it's yeah. just like. And so I like that they, it wasn't very predictable where he'd be like, okay, I'm going to be a good guy now. It's like, Or no. not just that, but like even show him like still conflicted where he was like, you know, I want to, but I don't, but I kind of do, but I don't, you know, like they didn't make him flip flop. It was like, it just kind of seemed like he was, he was all in like in the evil part, <laughs> like yeah. the evil department or whatever. Like yeah. he just wanted to be the, he wanted to be the Supreme leader. Like he just wanted to be the ruler of the entire galaxy. Yeah. And in this moment is when they throw out the part about Ray's parents and about his Ray's parents being junkers, pretty much nobodies. Yeah. Not pretty much basically be nobody. Basically like they were just yeah. people who sold her for drinking money is what he says. And I think he even says, like, oh, yeah, they're in some, like, no-name plot, you know, dead in some, like, no-name plot or something like that. Right. And then she's like, so I'm a nobody. And then, uh, or, or or something like that where he says to her, not to me. Like, right. You're not a nobody to me, you know. And, I mean, I, I've been, like, flip-flopping, you know. Like, is this a misdirection? Did he say that because he's trying to manipulate her mm-hmm. to get her to be... You know, oh, I'm a no one, but I'm no one, but I'm somebody to him, so I'm gonna go with him. Yeah. Or is it 
or was he being sincere and really said, telling her, yes, your parents are a nobody? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm I'm still like not sure. Is it misdirection? Is it for reals? Is it not? Is it? I don't know. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? I, I honestly feel for the sake of not having to take a vinegar shot that it's for real. Shut because <laughs> because uh, because he even says it, though. He's like, say it like you saw it, too. So it's not like look in regards to the vinegar shot. We're not taking one because as far as we know, they revealed it. Now, whether we believe right. it is real or not, right, I mean, right, right. that's another thing. But that's one vinegar shot we're not taking. Right, right. Because we're taking a lot. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> but, but um, you know, he was, Kylo Ren was telling Ray, like, you saw it too. Like, you know, you know the truth. Say it. Like, say it. You know, he wanted to hear her say it. And it's because, like, I don't think that he was able, with all that she's been able to withstand, like, she's, like, you can tell that she's obviously that counterpoint to, to Kylo because everything that he tries to throw at her she can usually throw back and resist or do whatever. So I don't think it's any type of misdirection on his part. Like, I don't think he had the power to manipulate her um, because I feel like in this, in this universe, like, in, or like at this point in time in this movie, like they're currently like equals. I feel like they're regardless of all the training that, that Kylo's had and, you know, the minimal training that Ray's had at this point, like in the force, I feel like there's, they're kind of like, you know meeting in the middle you know they're they're both kind of uh at the same stage um but um yeah i kind of feel like it's i feel like it's true but that's one of the things that um that i kind of like and and it kind of goes with the theme of this movie as the as the resistance moves forward you know like they kind of said it's basically it's going to take a lot of people or like a lot of people are already like you know moving you know, towards the resistance or towards the rebellion um, who don't necessarily like who aren't in anybody, you know, like it's just they don't necessarily have to have uh, there's something that Leia says. I forgot what it is. She tells Poe um, at some point, but it's basically like that idea where it's like, you know, you don't have to be like this, like great big like hero or whatever. It's just, you know, you you kind of fulfill your purpose or whatever. And that's what you have to do. Um, and that makes you part of like the you know, like the the grand story or whatever. So I thought that was pretty cool. One of the things that make me think that her parents are probably are nobodies is that, you know, you don't have to be a Skywalker to have the Force. You know, mm-hmm. we only know that the Skywalker bloodline is very strong in the Force. Yeah, but you don't have to be. I mean, you can be right because it wasn't like Yoda, who's considered probably one of the 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 strongest Jedi masters or whatever, who was the the biggest strongest Jedi master, wasn't a Skywalker. You exactly. know, like it wasn't wasn't related to them in any way. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. Just... And uh, the, re- the the thing I was thinking that might reinforce that is that at the end of the movie, we see one of the kids that uh, that uh, Finn and uh, Rose bump into on the um, casino planet, Canto Bite, uh, has force powers. Mm-hmm. And was able to, you know, he moves the broom with the force and right. starts, you know, pretending it's a lightsaber. So it's like, to me, it's kind of thinking, reinforcing, look, nobody's can be somebody you mm-hmm. know like kind of thing sounded corny but you know <laughs> no yeah sounded corny on my side but yeah uh i think that's what what i think might reinforce the fact that maybe her parents are actually nobody so mm-hmm. i don't know it looks uh something that you know might uh might because, have to take into account because even if you take this like if you were to do a deep dive of these movies like anakin came from this like from a slave 
family or whatever. He on was like a this, nobody. Yeah. He was, it started from a nobody, and then he ended up becoming one of the biggest characters in this whole universe or whatever, like one of the biggest, uh, you know, like he was, you know, there's all these like shows and, and TV, TV uh, cartoons and like uh, car- comic books and all this crap of like Anakin before he became uh, before he became uh, uh, Darth Vader. And like even then he was like this big Jedi and he was like, you know, the the chosen one, the promised mm-hmm. one or whatever that was going to bring balance to the force. Um, and then like we all know what he did afterwards as Darth Vader and like all that stuff was like basically ruling the galaxy and all that good stuff. Um, so it's like, yeah, like big things can come from like small beginnings or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I I feel like that's totally fair, you know, to say like. Who knows, like, in the coming movie, the later movies, you know, they'll be talking about Rey's saga and, like, the that, that you know, storyline or whatever, where she goes after that. Maybe that's what Ryan Johnson's going to work on afterwards. It's like, she's not part of the Skywalker saga, so now you can go on and say, like, oh, what happens when Rey yeah. begins her own Jedi, like, school or whatever, her own Jedi temple. And yeah. So it's like, I, honestly, I didn't have an issue with that. Like, I, like, yeah, like you said, there was expectations with it, but... I'm fine with her being, yeah. quote unquote, a nobody, yeah. and being the hero of the story. Yeah, the story, um, dude. The the battle on the planet crate, that was, was freaking amazing too. Visually amazing too. Dude, what I love too is that like I saw someone describe the initial like them going from uh, you know, when they were like uh, up in space or whatever, and they were just trying to like like outlast the uh, the the first order was trying was trying to outlast the um the uh what's it called resistance the resistance or like chasing them um how it was basically like uh mad max fury road and it was like it's like a lot of the movie just kind of <laughs> is true. it's kind of just like a chase movie you yeah, know like they're true. just following him the whole time until eventually you know they end up in on, on uh crate um and they they you know it's like this huge big old battle or whatever that happens but yeah that whole thing just visually the way that that goes down like with the red underneath like the red you know sand or whatever that is that's underneath it and the stuff that they do with Kylo Ren and, and the Luke showdown too, um, you know, when he's sliding his feet and like, you know, it kind of shows like that red, you know, yeah. under his feet. Yeah. It's cool. Cause like, you know, like in, if you watch like a Quentin Tarantino movie or something like that, that would have been like blood splatter. And it kind of like, I feel like it kind of was trying to <laughs> allude to that. You know what I mean? Like he goes through Luke with his lightsaber and he, and you see like that big like streak of red mm-hmm. and it kind of gives the illusion of like, you know, it's, it's a, um, it's like a death kill or whatever. Like yeah. there's like the duel is over cause there's like blood on the floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like it's not that it's, it's, you know, it's something completely different, but I thought that was what, cool. What did you think about the Luke's force projection? The force? I didn't, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't have a, an issue with that. No, I thought because at that point, like how, how was he supposed to get there? Like Ray had already left, you know, most of the movie had already taken place. And so there was no way for him to be there. And it would be dumb that, okay, let me use the force to pick up this lightsaber. Disregard the fact that it's been underwater and it still works. What do you mean? The the uh, the X-Wing. Oh, the X-Wing. The X-Wing. Did I heard you say lightsaber. X? I heard you say lightsaber. I, I was like... I did say lightsaber. I, I meant like, to say... That? I meant to say X-Wing. Yeah. The uh, X-Wing that's in the water, it would be dumb if he picks it up and, uh, oh, yeah, it's just... Let me disregard the fact that it's been underwater this whole time. I mean, you could works. say like it was underwater in Dagoba, but it wasn't there that but long. It, yeah, it wasn't there like for like years. Yeah, this has been you know. 
water damage. Even if that were to happen, like if that if he would have like flown in, you know, and the freaking X wing would just like landed in the middle of the battle, and but like I'm okay with that. That would have been pretty cool to to see. <laughs> but um, yeah, I have no, I had no problems with the with the force projection at all. Um, Doing that though would take away his moment with Leia though. Yeah, yeah, that's, true. That, I mean, that's why I think that's better to to have him appear from you know the back of the base or whatever mm-hmm. and he had to have that moment with Leia it's yeah. sort of a closure I love that because to me like you had mentioned oh you know they took that out of the way about the whole will they redeem um, uh, Kylo Ren in the in this uh, ninth movie or the ninth episode yeah and I honestly think that they they made a point to close the door on that that's my opinion is that He's irredeemable now. He, in fact, he goes to Leia, and this is Luke, and talks to Leia, and sort of like their last moment together, mm-hmm. and and pretty much tells her, look, uh, he tells her, I can't save him. He's sort of much, pretty much saying he's beyond saving. Yeah. And she says, yes, my son is gone. It's like, that's it. Yeah. There's no way to come, I, I feel, there's no way to come back from that. Mm-hmm. He's already gone way too far yeah. at that point. And then they, you know, uh, and then, after the whole battle and after, you know, uh, the resistance is inside the Millennium Falcon and uh looks like that force connection is still there. And you could see that Ray still kind of sees Kylo and Kylo sees Ray. Mm-hmm. But Ray just like looking at him, like, she, like closes shuts the door. The door, on door on him. Him. Yeah. yeah, it's like sort of to me, it's like, that's it. She shuts the door on her quest to try to redeem him. Mm. It's done. It's like, yeah. I don't think she's going to try anymore. At this point, he's gone already. So I I just think that that's to me like it's so like refreshing and so different now that I mean this movie sort of seemed like this could have been the third movie. Yeah. This could have yeah, been really. like the end of a trilogy and then the stories here could be followed up by a new story. Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of like excited or like what are they going to do in episode 9? Right. I don't know if JJ Abrams right now is like like, Dang it, Ian! What am I supposed to do now? Yeah, I was yeah. like, what, what, what am I gonna go from here? But it almost looks at this point to set up as Kylo, like you said, as like the ultimate big bad in this mm. movie. And uh, you know, why don't we jump in real quick? What are your predictions? Like, what? Let me uh, tell you mine real quick before. Go I forget. ahead, dude. I think they're gonna do a time jump. I think they're gonna go. <clears throat> That's all I was gonna say right now, too. Like maybe I hope so. Five, I hope that they do. Ten years, maybe into the future, or and. That's how they'll explain Leia has passed because she's you know you know older already yeah. and die of old age or whatever, and at this point, uh, Ray's gonna be recruiting new Jedi's or, mm-hmm. or new people to fight with the Resistance. At yeah, this dude, point. that's that's what I think is gonna which which totally makes sense uh, because you know there's something that I had asked you guys earlier too was like where are the Knights of Ren? They keep they they like allude to them and they like mention them. But I'm kind of bummed that they haven't shown them yet. You know what I mean? Like, and and I, in my mind, pictured them as like these Praetorian guards. Like, I that's what I pictured them to be. Like, just like these kind of like faceless type of like sentry type of soldiers or whatever that are just there to follow Kylo Ren's bidding or whatever. Um, so like I, I'm I'm hopeful that as this thing moves forward because Kylo Ren is kind of like he kind of seems like he's done with like the like the Sith and like you know the Jedi and all that stuff. So he doesn't have to follow like the whole rule of two thing and all that crap that was like like in in the original trilogies too. So now he can have like all of these guys and like even more people train like the dark side and and have like all these like 
you know, dark side force users or whatever, and just kind of like that. And 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 it would be cool because you know there it has uh, Luke has that line in the movie where he's like, you know, the the um, you know all those things you just said are wrong because you know the rebellion is reborn, the uh, the uh, the war is just getting started, and he's not the last Jedi. So it's like, what if we do see, like in, like you said, like, yeah, do a time jump. And now, like, Rey has all these new students, has all these Jedi training under her who aren't necessarily Jedi, maybe. They're just, like, you know, light side force users or whatever. Um, but they now have to do battle with, like, the Knights of Ren. So it's going to be, like, that, like, that's what I want to see is, like, that war between this new generation of Jedi versus, like, these this new generation of, like, Sith dark side users or whatever. And kind of do because everyone keeps asking about like the um, uh, like they should adapt like the uh, old Republic, uh, yeah, stories, the stories mm -hmm. and all that stuff, uh, which deal with a lot of like you know like Jedi fighting against like Sith, you know, uh, lords or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it'd be cool if they had something like that again, where it was like just like armies of like you know Sith versus armies of like Jedi's or whatever, and that's the war, and that's the war that kind of like ends all wars and stuff, and. I don't know. I, th I think that would be pretty cool to do. Yeah. And that would be, be pretty awesome to see. It'd be interesting, dude. I mean, like, w why um, why wouldn't we see a, a stronger uh, Ray or, or stronger uh, she Kylo? She took the text. I mean, That's what I was going to say, because at, at this point, she's going to be, you know, reading the Jedi text, which which we think at, at some point we thought it was burned in the Jedi Temple. And then we see later on the Millennium Falcon that yeah. they're actually in, in her in a drawer that she took him yeah, with her. Yeah. So, dang, Ray's like jacking those books. He's dude, like, that's what's up, dude. I'm jacking these she books. She do what she got to do. Yeah, but yeah. it was it's cool because, and, and I saw someone point this out in an article where it was like, you know, Yoda, we hardly talked about Yoda. Yoda's in this movie, people, and it's amazing. It's freaking dope. When he burns a tree and you hear him like just laughing in the background, I yeah. was like dying, dude, that was freaking dope. Because he was like back to but, his because like. Luke, Luke was, was hesitating. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I can't do this. And then uh, freaking Yoda's like, I'll do it for you. He's like, yeah, and he calls he's down that thunder, dude. And like he burns the whole freaking tree down. And uh, you just hear him laughing in the background or whatever. No, but there's a line that Yoda says where it's like, oh, there's nothing. Uh, what does he say? There's nothing in those texts that she doesn't already possess or something like that. And it's basically it's just like, you know, the double meaning because she already she she already had the text with her, you know. Or I think he says there's nothing in that tree that she doesn't already possess or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And it was like, well, yeah, because she took them with him. So it's like, hey, look at freaking Yoda with his word, his uh, freaking witty wordplay there. Because like, obviously to, he already knew that she had taken the books with I'll, her. I'll be honest with you. It was kind of difficult to understand what Yoda was saying. Yeah. Because the way he talks, like in sort of riddles. And yeah. I was kind of like, wait, what is he saying? Right. <laughs> like, I don't get it. You know, I got to go back and I got to Google it. Somebody, yeah, dude, I got I to read that transcript, Reddit. dude. There's, there's, if people can figure out what LeBron told Le uh, Lonzo, Lonzo, I know, dude. I'm sure they can figure <laughs> out uh, Seriously. what Yoda was saying in this movie. But, um, yeah, dude, it, it's one of, it's, it's just, you know, scene after scene that I, I really liked the way they were taking it. And again, mm -hmm. at the end of this movie, we're like wondering what's gonna happen, and I like that. I don't mind being like uh, challenged as to yeah. what are we gonna see next. Like, what is 
going to happen next with these characters. And it's funny, too, because that's one, like, Uno had mentioned this, uh, and he was like, oh, I just don't feel like the odds are stacked against the, the Resistance or the Rebellion or whatever. And it's like the Rebellion is on the Millennium Falcon. Like, literally all, there's that scene, and they do it purposefully, where it kind of, like, it's like a long shot scene of, like, everyone standing together, you know, like, Poe's talking to Chewbacca, I think, or something, and, like, just all, it's like everyone who's in the resistance who's still alive in the resistance is in that shot and it's like you just saw they had freaking huge big old like at, at like evolved at, at freaking robots down there and they still have like their giant fleets and everything like the first order does and it's like this yeah, is they didn't die they yeah it's like the, yeah they didn't die they didn't destroy anything like they it's all literally still there um but yet the entire resistance as we know it is in the millennium falcon like I they mean, all fit in that thing they so. did say that there were others out in the outer rim in the galaxy right they that, just didn't, they didn't respond right yeah so um you know what's what's to say that they don't react and say oh shoot we should have helped out you know because and they're still alive and they kind of and they kind of alluded to that too in in the last scene where the little boy's saying like the legend of luke skywalker and he's like you know he stood up to all these things or whatever so it's kind of like you know, the the super long line that's the spark that ignites the fire that'll destroy the first order. The first order. And then that's when we see the little boy, you know, he he's like he has the the rebel um the rebel ring. Rose's ring. Yeah. Um and you know, he's kinda it's like a kind of like a, an homage to Luke Skywalker, you know, kinda looking out onto the horizon. And it's cool that Yoda kinda pointed that out too. It's like, you know, Typical Luke Skywalker, always looking out to the horizon, like seeing what's like beyond there, as opposed to like seeing what's right in front of your nose or whatever. When he was talking about like you need to like you know go help Ray or whatever, make sure that she's taken care of and all that good stuff. Um, but I just thought that was cool, like the way that they ended that, where it's kind of like yeah, like there's a there's like that that new hope, you know, if you will, um, the new hope kind of like going into like the galaxy again yeah. and like the legend of Luke Skywalker. And like, now there's like more Jedi coming and the resistance is alive still. And that whole thing, like it's pretty cool. Like the fact that they have that going on. There's, there is one part that I wasn't, uh, didn't understand fully was that hole that, that, uh, dark side hole uh -huh. that she jumps into or drags her in. It kind of, yeah. The way I saw it was just kind of like the counterbalance to the tree. Like the, the tree was there, representation of like the light and then I, I just feel like the 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 um that hole there was just kind of like the counterpoint to that like it had to have something there to kind of point to the light you know from the light to the darkness or whatever yeah yeah so yeah and that scene was kind of weird too like you know all this like visually what she was seeing like it was just like multiple versions of herself of her. yeah um like i didn't understand what the what they were trying to get across the implications of that there you go exactly yeah yeah i'm i'm sure like i'm sure someone's going to get into like a deep dive of it and hopefully you know maybe some like director commentary or something like that will figure out what that whole thing yeah, meant but I will. and i i think it kind of goes back to like you know when luke was in was uh in dagobah and he went into like that dark side of that forest too um and he went to go you know find like the answers that he was looking for and then like you know that that image of darth vader comes out and he fights him and you know he finds out like the the mass explodes and he finds out that it's himself mm -hmm. it's kind of the same thing here where she goes and she asks the 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 wall or the mirror or whatever like you know show me who they are show me what i want to see and then like you see like kind of like the she silhouette the shadow and she sees herself so maybe i think in that sense it was like you know the 
it, I think that's what Kylo Ren was kind of talking about too, where it's like you've seen it yourself. You know what you're, mm-hmm. you know what it is. It's like the answer was in you the whole time, yeah. and you just didn't want to acknowledge it or whatever. But it's crazy, crazy man. Dude, let me say one thing that I didn't like about the movie. Go for it, Captain Phasma, dude. Like that was such a bummer, dude. It was such a freaking letdown. And I understand, like maybe it's a well, Star let's Wars just clarify thing. Clarify, there's no you didn't like Captain Phasma. You didn't. Like yeah, I didn't like the used. way that. Yeah, I didn't like the way that they treated her in this movie. Um, basically, as a cameo, dude, is what she got. Because even the way that she was introduced, it was like, dun 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 dun, and like you see her come out, and it's like, like, oh, that's cool, dude. But it was like maybe two thirds or like, yeah, it was like two thirds into the movie already. Like more than halfway of the movie was done. And like that's when she comes out, and then she has her fight scene with with Finn, and even that too was kind of like I wish it was longer. I wish she would, she just had more to do. Her, t- um, her screen time was probably around five minutes, and that's it. Like it was terrible, dude. Like yeah. I hate it. I like because she's such a cool character, and I know that the it's maybe like a Star Wars thing where it was like the beta the beta report, <laughs> the Boba Fett effect, or like the like yeah, she's literally the Boba Fett in this movie. But even then, like I feel like Boba Fett like had more to do. In in the original trilogy, like he was, you, he yeah. was shown flying around. They showed him like in Jabba's place, and they kind of show him doing a little bit more than just kind of like showing up when it was convenient, you know, or like, you know, convenient either to like the, you know, her putting the shields down or whatever, yeah. or like yeah. all that stupid crap. Let's like, ah, that kind of sucks that they didn't. I know that she had a good run in like the comics, and that's one of the bummers that I know they they did pretty good stories of. Uh, you know, using her character, but we didn't really get to see any of that in yeah. the movies, so that's kind of a bummer. I'm kind of excited that we're gonna see also her create her own lightsaber though too. Yeah, right. That because, Ray will will yeah. be able to create. She had her Luke's own lightsaber. old lightsaber, and it was split in half between uh, by Kylo and Ray. So uh, it was kind of cool to see that. Uh, you know, she's gonna have to build a new one. So mm-hmm. that'd be kind of a rite of passage for a Jedi. Right? Yeah, dude. So. Yeah. Hey man, we gotta wrap this up, man. If there's dude, something, there's still so much, so much, dude. We could spend all night just talking about it. Um, but if there's something that we missed that you guys want to talk about, it, let us know. Go to our uh, sure. Facebook page or uh, our Instagram page or anywhere, any any uh, of our. Um, do you know what I'm thinking about right media. now too? Just kind of hit that? me. Was that line because it kind of bugged me at first, dude? It was such a freaking long line. I hated it. It was like we're the spark that ignites the fire that burns the first order down kind of makes sense in the terms of this trilogy where it's like the spark in the force awakens because that the force was awoken was woken was up woke. was woke was woke um but you know through ray you know it kind of got that spark again of like a like a new jedi and, and the resistance or whatever and then uh what was the second part spark that lights the fire and this is like you know what what to luke bring the first order what luke was saying um, you know how this is kind of the rebirth of everything. This is like everything is starting anew. So it's like that mm-hmm. fire is burning anew, and like all these people as these legends continue, and then like the fire that burns it down. It's like now you know it's like the resistance and the rebels are kind of back, you know, in full force, yeah. and like the fire is raging against like the first order. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if that was done intentionally, but it kind of seems like it's mapping out like where these yeah where these uh where these movies are going or what what they uh what they're kind of trying to accomplish accomplish i know yeah man it's it's uh dude again we could just stay here all night just just you know uh bringing up some different theories <laughs> and, and what For we sure. liked about this movie uh so uh what do you think beta tested beta approved <laughs> dude come on yeah 
Come you on. don't even have to ask. Don't even ask. Go watch this movie a few more times, dude. That's what I'm going to do. Beta approved for sure. There it is. And for all you haters, it's all good, dude. I know. It's all good. Stop you know what? hating it, dude. You it's know, just good. enjoy it. Why hate it? Live a longer watch, life by just loving it. Go watch some anime or whatever. Some I don't know why video. living a longer life uh, has anything to do with like <laughs> the Last Jedi, but um, just you know, I guess it's just so you don't have any hate in your life and stuff. But uh, <laughs> if you guys want to hate in your heart, yes, let it go. <laughs> let it go. Hey, uh, go over to our Facebook page. Uh, hit us up. Tell us what you guys think about the movie. Is there something that we missed? That we should have talked about. Uh, and uh, just remember, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, follow our Instagram page, our Twitter page, at The Beta Report. Thank you so much for being with us. And uh, until, uh, hey, are we going to be back next week? Or are we nah, taking it's Christmas, homeboy. Oh, that's right. Hey, uh, we won't be back next week, but we'll be back after that. I, I don't think, know. or is it New Year's? I sound like that? I was reading a script. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> week I don't know. We'll check. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe, or maybe we can do something midweek or I don't know. We'll figure it something out. Something like it. All right. From the Beta Report, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Or do we have to say Happy Holidays, dude? Happy Holidays. I don't say Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Chanaka. Chanaka. Happy everything. Have a great holiday, everybody. Thank you so much. We wish you the best. We hope you guys, you guys get great gifts in Christmas. Yeah, yay. Yeah. Go Have treat yourself. Treat yourself. To the last Jedi. Peace. Laters.